Hi, everybody. This is Michael Hurst. I'm your host. Today, there will be no guest other than myself. I just got a quick message for the holiday and a very unique perspective on what One More Thing Before You Go means today. So please take a listen. Welcome to One More Thing Before You Go. Many of us are asking with everything going on in today's society, the unemployment, the hunger, the anger, the uncertainty, the hate, and the rhetoric. Is it really worth celebrating Thanksgiving? How hard is it to be happy during these trying times? I think we have a lot to be grateful for and thankful for. So in this episode, that's what we're going to talk about, being grateful. I'm your host, Michael Hurst, and this is That Thing About Giving Thanks. It is Thursday, November 26, 2020. And here in America, it's Thanksgiving. It's time for reflection, a time for prayer. It's time for family. It's time for giving thanks. It's giving time to be grateful for what we have in our lives and who we have in our lives. Thanksgiving Day is an annual national holiday, both here in the United States and Canada, and it is for celebrating the harvest and other blessings of the past year. And the harvest can mean anything. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're farming. Our lives, the things we collect, the friends that we gain, the family that we have, that's our harvest. And in spite of everything that has happened, there's still time and space to be grateful for what we have and what we have to look forward to. Thanksgiving has not changed much since 1621. We share a feast typically eating turkey, stuffing, potatoes, cranberry, and all that extra stuff like pumpkin pie, dessert, cherry pie, whatever you like. And if you're vegan or vegetarian like myself, there are tons of choices for us to be able to enjoy it as well. It's a time for relaxing. We play games, we watch football, we complain about eating too much, we laugh, we cry, and we love those around us. It's a time for spending together with family, and friends. But 2020 has been an extremely difficult, unique, and turbulent year. Between COVID-19, the current administration's failure to act upon it appropriately, the millions upon millions of people who are out of work, the families, and the individuals that are going hungry and having to line up for food banks and soup kitchens, there are 259,925 empty chairs across the United States today. And unfortunately, we're still counting. We have a great outlook, though, because we have a new president in place who is going to take the country in a very positive healing direction. One more thing before you go is not just a podcast or a documentary film or a statement. It's something we should always practice every day, no matter where we are, where you live, or what you do. Every day we should be aware that we have the opportunity to be grateful for what we have and who we have within our lives. And talking about that, I do understand what it's like to look at an empty chair especially on the holidays. When I was a child, I remember growing up having huge Thanksgiving dinners with the family. Just on my mother's side alone, there were my grandparents. I had nine uncles and aunts. I had eight great uncles and aunts. Then I had my brother, my sister, and 48 other cousins. And we all crammed into two apartments to enjoy Thanksgiving. Just about every year up at the time, I was about 17 years old. Over the years, unfortunately, the table started getting smaller. More chairs became empty, lost my grandparents, my father, my stepfather, my mother, aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends. But it gave me a perspective, and that's why I created One More Thing Before You Go. It's an opportunity to say what you wanted to say and remind people that you love them, that you appreciate them, that you need them in your life. I'd like to share with you a couple of my favorite memories of Thanksgiving, one of my stepfather, Burl, and one of my father-in-law, David. Burl, with my stepfather for 25 years and proved that you don't have to be blood to be family. He was my pop. He was our kid's grandfather. 
He was a good husband to my mother. He was a big, robust man with a beautiful Irish tenor voice, a knack for a big bear hug, and a fantastic cook. When our kids were younger, after dinner, pretty much any time he had the opportunity, he would sit on the couch with his big belly as a cushion for both our daughters, one on each side, with an arm wrapped around for comfort, and together they would watch Jeopardy or the Wheel of Fortune until they went to sleep. Thanksgiving was his favorite time of the year, where he could shine in all his glory. His special recipe stuffing was to die for, his turkeys were one of a kind, and everyone went home with a full stomach. I remember the last Thanksgiving before he passed. He still insisted on cooking, even though he was not the same man he used to be. He had lost a lot of weight because of the cancer. He was gaunt, but he was ecstatic, and he felt that he could cook this top-notch meal for the family again to enjoy. So in spite of his prognosis, it was a great Thanksgiving because we knew it would be our last, and it really counted. We enjoyed that time. We laughed. We cried. We ate great food. And we got to say what we wanted to say to Pop, to Grandpa, knowing that this was our last Thanksgiving. And that's a good thing. My second memory is of David. He was my father-in-law, one of Scottish heritage, rough on the edges, short on the words, but a man that loved his family. David came to live with us after we had found out that he was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia. He was a very independent individual, and when he realized that he had to come live with us, it was a difficult decision for him. But luckily, we were able to spend the last 18 months with him before he passed from this disease. During this time, it was an adjustment for all of us. But it was also the first Thanksgiving we've had with him in a really, really long time. David was a bachelor after his divorce from Diane's mom many, many years prior. And as any bachelor, his diet was pretty much TV dinners or a sandwich here and there or beer, pretzels, that kind of stuff. Although he did love to cook black-eyed peas on New Year's Day. He loved that every year, like religiously every year. But that pretty much was the extent of it. But the man loved Thanksgiving dinner. He loved coming to the family Thanksgiving dinners that I just spoke about. When we were still living close to him, he loved to join in on the Thanksgiving feast that my pop's burl cooked. Knowing David's condition, we had the opportunity to spend his last two Thanksgiving with him. We sat down at the table, we all realized, including him, in a very cognitive moment, which if you've ever had to take care of or been around anybody with Alzheimer's or dementia, sometimes they're far and few between. But he was cognitive enough to know that this would probably be his last Thanksgiving. David understood that his grandkids were with him, his daughter, and his son-in-law were there to share his favorite meal of the year. He had a great time for that Thanksgiving. He enjoyed every bite and had two helpings. We got to enjoy the time with him in spite of what the prognosis was. I shared both of these stories with you because I want you to take the time to be with your loved ones before that chair is empty. Take the time to say what you want to say before you don't have that opportunity. Take the time to be with your loved ones and do with your loved ones before that opportunity is lost. Be grateful for the moments, the days, the weeks, the years you have. Be grateful for the food that you eat, the roof over your head, the clothes you have on your back, because it can change in an instant. Be grateful for what you have and who you have it with in your life. And one more thing before you go, have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. That's beforeyougopodcast.com. Tell your story. 
share your expertise, contribute to the blog, and subscribe to the newsletter. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform. And one more thing before you go, have a nice day, have a nice week, and thanks for listening. One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life podcast, is a creation of One More Thing Productions, established 2010, all rights reserved.